0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au.
1: Welcome to August 7, the VK national news broadcast on VK1WIA. And I'm Graham VK4BB. Australia on the move. The continent is drifting north at some seven centimetres a year. Not very far, but it's beginning to cause some GPS problems. As a result, the Australian Government Research and Mapping Service, Geoscience Australia, has been redrawing the map. The last calculation was when Australia aligned to global positioning satellites back in 1994 and a whopping 1.5 metres in movement has happened since then. While it may not affect smartphones, accurate to within a distance of 5 metres, it is starting to be felt with more accurate GPS users, such as agricultural equipment, research and drones. Accuracy will be particularly crucial when self-driving cars arrive, as well as keeping track of sea levels with climate change. Geoscience Australia wants to realign accuracy with pinpoint accuracy of latitude and longitude and upload them to GPS systems by January 2017. Hopefully, in time before our VK7 friends find themselves aligned with the rest of us. A host of science and technology on show, National Science Week held around Australia is designed to increase engagement and interest in the sciences. For example, the Sydney Science Festival is at the Powerhouse Museum from August 11th to 21st with over 100 different events. These include a mini maker fair, STEM lectures and hands-on activities, free workshops for young people, the community-driven Internet of Things, some unanswered questions about our universe, code-breaking, designing computer games, robotics and a lot, lot more. The festival, part of National Science Week, promises practical science brought to life for people of all ages. To come in this edition of National News, WIA Directors Robert Broomhead and Roger Harrison, Felix VK4FUQ looks at this month's major contests and DX. International News This Week is with thanks to Munrubin's VK4JJW and from the Macedon Rangers Amateur Radio Club, news of their AGM, here's Peter, VK3TQ.
2: August 20 is the date for our annual general meeting. The AGM will be held at the Woodend RSL in Anslow Street, Woodend. The AGM will commence at 10am sharp. At 11am, our guest speaker will be Mark Tell, Assistant Manager, Field Operations and Compliance, the Australian Communications Media Authority. Mark indicated that there was much to update licensed amateurs and was pleased to be able to speak to the club. After Mark's presentation, a sausage sizzle will be held and the RSL bar will be open. If you are a non-member and would like to come along, you will need to RSVP the club by sending an email to president at so we can cater for you. If you're interested in having a look at the Macedon Rangers Amateur Radio Club, our meetings are held on the third Saturday of the month at the Woodend RSL, Anslow Street in Woodend. For more information, go to our website, www.mrarc.org.au or friend us on Facebook to get all the news. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news
0: service originating from VK1 WIA. This is
3: WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, with a heads up about licence payments and renewals. As some licensees have discovered, there has been a problem recently with the ACMA's online licensing database, not showing that a license was current after a renewal or new license payment had been made. The WIA has been discussing the problem with the ACMA, which requested the WIA to suspend call sign recommendations until the problem is resolved, to avoid duplicate call signs being issued. Accordingly, the public list of available call signs on the WIA website has been suspended until we are advised by the ACMA that the issue with its finance system is resolved. So, for the time being, the National Office is unable to proceed with any call sign recommendations. However, if you have paid the ACMA invoiced fee for your new licence or your renewal before the due date, you can go on-air and operate with confidence. Go to the WIA website and read the news item headed ACMA computer system issues affecting license issuing and renewals. The ACMA has a notice about the situation on its website. You will find the link address in the text edition of this broadcast. On 22nd June this year, the Australian Communications and Media Authority opened consultation on proposed updates to frequency plans for the 70 to 87.5 MHz and 148 to 174 MHz VHF bands, with a closing date of 1st August 2016. You get little time to respond these days. As the WIA had signified interest in a 70 MHz amateur allocation to the ACMA back in July 2014, and again in recent discussions with the ACMA, the Spectrum Strategy Committee decided that a submission to this consultation was in order, principally to flag the amateur radio community's interest. Historically, the 70 to 87.5 MHz band has been used by commercial, community, government and defence communications services. The ACMA is proposing to update its Radio Communications Assignment and Licensing Instruction document, which covers these VHF bands, known as RALI, or RALI, MS42. The WIA is pitching for use of a band between 70 and 70.5 MHz that aligns with allocations across Region 1, which covers Europe, Russia, the Mediterranean, Middle East and Africa. These Region 1 allocations are widely known as the 4 meter band. The WIA has been aware for some time that interest in and use of 70 to 70.5 MHz across Australia has declined it remains to be seen whether the ACMA's consultation round on Rally MS 42 will flush out renewed interest from other stakeholders. Whatever changes the ACMA decides to make to the Rally, there's another step to go, with consultation on updating the Australian radio frequency spectrum plan to commence shortly. The WIA will be pitching for a 70 MHz allocation along with a suite of other frequencies, including the 60-metre band that the World Radio Communications Conference agreed on last year. This is WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1
4: WIA News. Now being sent to WIA members is the latest edition of Amateur Radio Magazine. Adorning the cover of Amateur Radio Magazine for August is the highly successful inaugural ANZAC Day special event that combines scouts, with many elements of our hobby. Inside is a story by Julie VK3FOWL and Joe VK3YSP detailing the youth activity at the first Bentley Scout Hall that included a high-altitude balloon. A very well-organised event with 200 attending and worth a read as the latest initiative of the School Amateur Radio Network. Peter Freeman, VK3PF, has an interesting editorial discussing the self-education role of our hobby, whether assembling a station or exploring what is on offer. It extends our pre-existing knowledge. WIA President Phil Waite, VK2ASD, looks at the open forum at the recent WIA AGM on Norfolk Island. It has a number of good suggestions, with the potential to increase membership and improve the WIA's financial position. Phil, VK2ASD, discusses the issue of boosting membership, the digital amateur radio magazine, and supporting the WIA advocacy role. There's plenty of ideas and thoughts in this month's WIA comments section to keep members informed about what is being considered. Meantime, WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, had a great pleasure in presenting the 2016 Wilkinson Achievement Award. It went to David Scott, VK2JDS, for his activities in the 1296 megahertz Moon Bounce and helping to maintain a profile of Australia participation in this leading-edge pursuit. An intriguing article by Jim Tregellis, VK5JST, looks at the $10 Antenna for two metres that has gain, provides low radiation angle, and can take just 30 minutes to make. A simple butterfly capacitor for a magnetic loop antenna is also outlined by Ron Holmes VK2VH. This edition also includes several rig reviews and regular special interest columns and reports. Amateur Radio Magazine is produced 11 times a year as the WIA membership service and is also available at selected newsagents. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor, and you're listening to VK1 WIA.
0: From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au.
5: What use is an F-call? Operating from your shack is a different experience from operating in another station. It's a completely different experience, again, if you operate your station portable. At first glance, what's the problem? You pack your radio into a bag, travel to the destination and start operating. If you spend a little more time, you'll soon realise you'll need to take many other variables into consideration. Things like power, coax, structures for your antenna. Antennas, operating position, and the like. Let's start with power. Do you have access to mains power where you'll be operating, or will you need to bring a generator? Or do you have batteries? If you have batteries, how will you charge them? Are the batteries going to last for the whole operation? How do you know? Is any of the power system going to generate noise on HF? Did you actually test it? What are you going to do about grounding? What about fuel? fire safety, fuses, etc. I could spend the next 40 minutes going through a list with caveats, gotchas and lessons learned, but ultimately this needs to be your experience. So before you go portable, sit down at your current station, happy and dry, and have a look around at all the things that go into the station running smoothly. Now imagine sitting on a desert island and getting your signal out. Make a list. In addition to recording what you're bringing, if there are more than one of you going on the outing, who's bringing it? Also include where an item currently is. Include what its status is. For example, does it need a spare battery, or recharging, or repairing? I've now been portable more times than I can count, and while it gets easier with time, I can guarantee you that I'll be sitting at my station looking around for a thing that I forgot. Hopefully it won't be mission critical. Before I forget... Resist the urge to bring your whole shack. The car isn't big enough. I'm Ono Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo.
4: Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In South East Queensland, it can be heard on VK4 WIG on frequency 146.700 MHz at 9am every Sunday. I'm Bryn, VK4GF.
0: Locally produced, nationally voiced, globally heard. We are VK1 WIA.
6: International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm John, VK4JJW. The International Amateur Radio Union Region 3, which covers the Asia-Pacific, is concerned by the unnecessary restrictions facing radio amateurs. The IARU Region 3 conference in Bali last year, through reports and discussion, noted the ongoing difficulties still existing in certain countries. Those barriers include restrictions on the possession and operation of transmitters and receivers. The IARU lists a number of issues that should be a baseline for working with the administrations, such as achieving improvements to licensing, examination and other operating conditions. Gone should be the old era of post and telegraph, with most now taking on a much broader role of a national radio regulator. The modern radio amateur in many of the more developed countries now enjoys full operating privileges resulting from subsequent decisions made at the World Radio Communication Conferences. In a posting on the Amateur Radio Victoria VK3 site, they say, in support of the Korean Amateur Radio League, Philippine Amateur Radio Association, Amateur Radio Society India, and others, the IARU urges the removal of those and similar restrictions. Dayton Hamvention's Hara Arena is to close. The home of Hamvention since 1964 is closing. Hamvention 2017 will be held at a new location in the Dayton area yet to be disclosed. The Dayton Amateur Radio Association, DARA, regrets to inform our many vendors, visitors and stakeholders that unfortunately HARA has announced the closing of their facility, a news release from Hamvention General Chair Ron Kramer, KD8ENJ, has said. We've begun execution of our contingency plan to move Hamvention 2017 to a new home, A hockey team's cancellation of its upcoming season earlier this month had raised questions about the future availability of Hara Arena for Hamvention. Hara Arena has been facing long-standing financial problems, including unpaid property taxes. Hamvention attracted more than 25,000 visitors this year and is worth millions of dollars to the Dayton area economy. New digital voice smartphone, Ham Radio. A posting on the Imgur apparently shows a smartphone integrated HT made by the Austrian amateur radio society OVSV. The development model shown is reported to cater for DSTAR, DMR, YSF, TRBO, Codec2, APRS... The OVSV Next Generation New Radio Initiative featured at last year's Friedrichshafen Ham Radio event, and this HT would appear to be the result of the initiative. Dave Coulter Memorial Youth DX Adventure The Caribbean island of Saba is the destination for three young amateurs. They were chosen for the 2016 Dave Coulter Memorial Youth DX Adventure and set out this month, August, to operate at the island station of Jeff, PJ6NM1Y, Morgan KD8ZLK, Ruth KM4LAO, and Faith AE4FH are working from Saba Island to the 9th of August. Mark Abramowitz, NT3V, Youngham of the Year Chairman from Amateur Radio Newsline, and Richard Musserson W2VU, Editor CQ Magazine, have jointly announced Skylar Fennell, KD0WHB, as 2016 Young Ham of the Year. Skylar Fennell, KD0WHB of Denver, has been selected as the 2016 Bill Pasternak WA6ITF Memorial Young Ham of the Year. Skylar, 17, is the son of Carl and Carol Fennell and has recently graduated with honours from Denver School of the Arts. Skylar was first licensed in July 2013 as a technician and upgraded to General by September 2013. He took and passed his extra-class license exam in January 2014. Skylar's interest in basic electronics was sparked when he was in the fourth grade and continued into middle school and high school. Among his early building projects were a laser spirograph, audio amplifiers and high-voltage transformer drivers. Pieta Jacobs, V51PJ in Namibia, and Marcos Jose da Silva Almeida, PY1MHZ in Brazil, will be running daily skeds throughout August 2016 in an attempt to make the first ever two-way contact across the Atlantic Ocean on 144 MHz. Pieta is equipped with a two 13-element stacked Yagi array and 1.2 kilowatts of power, whereas Marcos will be using a 43-element horizontal Yagi. Apparently there'll be several amateurs along the east coast of South America who'll be monitoring the signals, as well as a few on Africa's west coast, as far down as Cape Town. The bridging of the Atlantic has been attempted many times before without success. And the Brendan Trophy has been waiting for years in
0: Belfast for the first amateurs to accomplish it. News, talk, and radio sport here with VK1WIA. Operational news on Felix VK4FUQ
7: 2016. 1010 International Summer Contest August 6 and 7. Remembrance Ride Contest August 13 and 14. The 19th International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend August 2021. 20, 36 Alaric is on the last 4 weekend in August. August 27, 28. September 23, 25. D-Star Digital Amateur Radio QSO Party. 2017. Ham radio on the ferries. 12th of March. DX advice. Special event station GB5RC will be operated this weekend, 58th of August, from the Ross Revenge, which is moored in the River Blackwater in Essex. The Ross Revenge is the former home of Radio Caroline and the special event station marks 50 years of offshore radio broadcasting. still manager is G6NHU. The Japan Amateur Radio Development Association, JARD, was established in 1991 and are celebrating a Silver Jubilee this year. To commemorate the event station, JD1YBV will be on the air. JD1YBV from Chichijima Island, AS031, between August the 23rd and August the 28th. Activity will be on 40 to 6 metres using CWSSB and RIDI. QSL via the Bureau. JD1 JG8 and QJ strode JD1 from Marcus on for a couple of months whilst there to service the weather station. Activity on 20, 15, 10 and 6 metres using CW and RIDI. QSL to JA8CJY. Operators Wyatt, AC0RA and Dave, KG5CCI will activate Santa Rosa Island as K6R on a satellite expedition between September the 16th and 18th. The Santa Rosa Island is in the Channel Islands National Park. Operators have secured permissions, arranged to get to the island, and will spend two nights camping and operate on a number of satellite passes, as well as some terrestrial and HF operations too. Federal Republic of Germany, DA. Special event station DR777RI is QIV until the end of 2016 to mark the 777th anniversary of the town of Rindalen. QSL via DL8 OBQ. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FU, Kewinningham.
0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au.
1: Media Watch and ABC apologises over its wi fried program. The controversial Australian Broadcasting Corporation Catalyst program about the safety of wireless devices on February 16 has been internally reviewed to find it breached the ABC standards and suspended its reporter. Plenty of discussion occurred when an episode of the government-owned ABC flagship science program Catalyst linked Wi-Fi and mobile phone use to cancer. Catalyst had gained a reputation with viewers for communicating complex scientific ideas in a straightforward and accessible way. The audience expected a high degree of accuracy and fairness. However, the ABC's Independent Audience and Consumer Affairs received numerous complaints about that episode. It upheld the program unduly favoured the unorthodox perspective that wireless devices and Wi-Fi pose significant
8: health risks. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV. Time moves on with the demise of the VCR. The world's last video cassette recorder, or VCR, is to roll off the assembly line this month. The VCR was once very popular, with millions sold each year. Remember the pre-recorded tapes available from the video libraries? VCRs were replaced first by the DVD, and then other more advanced technologies including file sharing. VCR tape owners with weddings and other special occasions on them will need to switch to newer formats if they want to keep their images in the future. That is, if they haven't already inadvertently recorded half a footy grand final over them anyway. It's a bit like the earlier generation home movie camera film of treasured moments worldwide special interest groups females in radio the south african radio league yl sprint is a fun activity to celebrate women's day between radio amateurs in south africa call yl sprint on the 9th of august from 0900 to 01000 utc it's a phone sprint with activity between 7063 and 7100 and 7130 to kHz, and the exchange is an RS report and YL or OM. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ILLW. ILLW heats up as the tally mounts. AT2L is a special call sign issued to activate a lighthouse station from Utton Point, LH, near Mumbai for the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. AT2L will be active between the 19th to the 21st of August 2016, QSL via VU2KWJ. Give them a shout when you hear AT2L. No matter whether you're in India, Europe, Asia, Africa, Russia, Oceania or the Americas, there's plenty of activations this month in the annual International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend so far more than 375 registrations have been received from 40 seafaring countries organizers expect around 500 marine structures to be listed in the next couple of weeks leading this fun event so far is germany on 60 usa and australia on 55 followed by england with 30 to see all the registrations read the easy guidelines or perhaps go portable yourself on the weekend of August the 20th and 21st, see the website net. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. We invite you to go boldly where no troop has gone before. Seek out new and high-tech merit badges. Yes, it's space, the final frontier. Space exploration, aviation, radio and electronics, to name a few, will be in store with Space Jam, the Scouting Technology Event of the Year. This year, at Space Jam 10, registered scouts can have a chance to talk with astronauts on the International Space Station. The ham radio contact has been planned for astronaut Kate Rubens, KG5FYJ, with Space Jam 10, Ratole, Illinois, USA on Saturday the 6th of August 2016 at approximately 1559 UTC. The downlink signal will be audible in Europe on 145.800 MHz narrowband FM. There'll be no video from the ISS but the telebridge station IK-1SLD will stream live video of the ground station to the BATC Multiviewer server. The BATC Multiviewer shows six screen views one of which will be from the station, IK1 SLD station, and you can enlarge it to full screen. Worldwide special interest groups, Summits of the Air. Today, Sunday 7th of August, a number of VK1 and nearby SOTA summits will be activated simultaneously for the VK1 SOTA Winter QSO Party. VK1 and VK2 will be activating summits from around 9am through to about 11am, and up to midday to provide local and interstate chasers contacts with a number of summits and also to provide each other with summit-to-summit contacts. All VK1 and regional operators are invited to participate by either making contacts with the soda activators or by joining in one of the activations. Make your first soda contacts from a hilltop without even needing to carry anything up the hill. See how quiet the bands sound when you're not in those noisy suburbs and find out why soda activators are addicted to soda. Join in the fun. Of course, it's winter, but fine weather is forecast, so provided you're dressed in your winter warmies, you'll just be fine too. Where can you find out information to join in as a joint activator? Andrew, VK1DA, plans to operate for Mount Ainsley and will be operational on HF and the VHF bands. He invites you to go and join in and use his radios and his antennas and find out what SOTA is all about. Note, you can drive up to the parking area and then just walk up the last few metres up to the operating position. Sounds like a lot of fun. Well, if you're in the VK1, go and join Andrew. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert VK3DN reporting from Melbourne. Time to wrap up shop here and on the
1: social scene. August 28 in VK2, it's Summerlands Hamfest at their club rooms. September 18 in VK2, Westlake's Amateur Radio Club Field Day to be held at Terralba. September 23 to 25 in VK4, Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club's AGM weekend. September the 30th to October the 3rd in VK4, Cardwell Gathering Long Weekend, Beachcomber Motel. November 6 in VK5 Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest in VK3 on November 26 it's Rosebud Radio Fest and in VK7 on the same date November 26 Mienna Hamfest In 2017 on March 26 in VK3 it's EMDRC's Hamfest at the Great Ryrie Primary School Heathmont May 19 in VK it's the WIA's AGM Handoff it's the AGM to be held just some 25 kilometres from Adelaide, and August September, the date yet to be advised. Delara meet 2017 in Cairns. I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly.
0: From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service.